Dear listener, what you're about to hear is not based on a true story. It is a true story. A story so stupendous that you will struggle to believe it. But let me assure you, no liberties have been taken. You are about to hear the real story of Lord Joseph Banks's expedition to the very source of pleasure. As we speak, Lord Banks has already begun legal proceedings against the makers of this true-to-life expose, but we have many witnesses, all of whom are in jail, who will testify only one pig kit. Oh, yes, excuse me. The mysterious secrets of Uncle Bertie's botanarium. Episode 1, Cheese Dreams in the Gravy Isles. Yes, dear listeners, I am sure you will be well aware of the exploits of Lord Banks by now, but let me take you back to a time when he was just like any other aristocratic idle opportunity squandering squillionaire botanist, a young lord of Damprot upon Tyne. Damprot, a port known famously as the Jewel of the Gravy Isles and known more colloquially as a real shithole. Damprot is not for the weak intestined. Damprot is a grimy, rotten place, full of scoundrels and pickpockets and locket thieves and gangs of men who ride penny farthings, callously punching innocent passers-by on the tops of their heads. Take that! And that, stupid peasant! And riding through these grim and grimy streets is a scoundrel cut from another cloth, famous in all of Damprot. Nobleman's coach! Step aside! Oh, there! What are these people here, Solander? Some peasants, sir. Oh, uh, Mr. Banks. Uh, uh, Mr. Banks. Uh, uh, I'm awfully sorry, Mr. Banks. Out of my way, peasant. Oh, uh, Miriam and I... Uh... Hi, hi, Miriam. <laughs> we wanted to say we're big fans, or we're both loyalists. We really appreciate everything you've done for the rich, even though we are not rich. Yes, we're very... <laughs> <laughs> Solander, would you take over for me? Yes, sir. There's a good chance. Oh, take it. Oh, oh, One more, I think, for good measure. Oh, well done, Solander. Let's go. No problem, sir. And who is this accompanying Lord Banks on his daily soiree? None other than his assistant and personal diarist, Sidney yes, Solander. Peasants are tiresome. Why do we need peasants? I don't know, sir. Why can't everyone be rich? Pass me my snuff, Solander. Of course, sir. Here you go, sir. Get it up, you. Pardon? Expression, sir. Is it? Yes. What does it refer to? The intake of substances into the body. Now, that's okay, then. What was that expression? Get it up, you. Get it up, you. I'm going to use that, Solander. Very good. Get it up, you, Solander. Get it up, you, everyone. Does that sound natural coming from me? Yes, sir. Ah, that's good stuff, isn't it? What's that cheese? It smells on there. Is that you? It's cheese, sir. There's a cheesemonger just round the corner, sir. I thought it was you. No, sir. You know sometimes you get that smell? 
I'm not aware of it, sir. Yes, sometimes we're not aware of our own smells. I do wish you'd tell me these things, sir. I'm very... telling you now, Solinda. Sorry, sir. It's very troubling to me that next time I... Yes, know, dear listener. Today has started off just like any other day for Lord Banks. But all's about to change in the very next scene. The hallucinatory effect on me. Jesus, what you say on this summer? Hundreds, sir. Hundreds, absolutely hundreds. Doubt there's hundreds, maybe ninety. If you say so. Count them. One, two, three, four. And uh, what can I do for you? <coughs> Lord Banks. Uh-huh. Before you answer, let me say it is an honour to have you. What the devil is happening to the man? He appears to be entering some sort of soothsayer trance, sir. <laughs> Oh, it's hideous. His face is contorted and his eyes are a strange colour that it's kind of in between purple and yellow. Indeed, sir. It's like disturbing. I can't look away. It is you I saw in my cheese dream. He's pointing right at me. Who are you, you twit? It is you. I think he's been sampling too much of his own cheese. He's had one too many cheese scones. Listen to what I have to say. For you are the chosen one. You will go down in history. Don't discredit him yet, Solinda. I think he may be wiser than he looks. Three things I have to say. One, the person who is a fool is not so foolish. Well, that first one doesn't even make sense. Two, you must face pleasure in order to destroy it. And three? What? Three, you said you had three things to say. Mm, no, uh, no, no, you just two. You said three. Well, there's two. I, I heard three. You will travel the ocean. You will become famous. You will go down in history. Do you have any psychic credentials, cheesemonger? Uh, yeah, they're just out the back. Hang on a minute, sir. I'll just go You should always check they have psychic credentials. Very, very astute, sir. Very astute. There you go, sir. Have a look at that. So that's your certificate, is it? Diploma in psychic studies. Oh, it seems to be in order there. Did a two-year course at Polytech. Take this cheese. This is special cheese. Before you go to sleep tonight, sniff it. Lick the veins and then rub it on your face. I prefer to eat it. Rub it on your face. And then on your ghoulies, too. Then can I eat it? If you must. Well, thank you, strange cheesemonger. Solander, carry that enormously heavy-looking piece of cheese for me. Rather more heavy than I can carry, sir. Nonsense! Where's your backbone? You're not eating enough protein, that's the problem. Did you do the ten-star jumps I told you to do this morning? Joseph Banks's pungent cheese is the strongest you will find in Dampelot. It's all vain. What do you think that cheesemonger meant you must face pleasure in order to destroy it? I really have no idea, sir. I agree. You do not have any idea. Our coach, sir. To the estate, please, driver. I won't insult your intelligence, dear listener. We all know where this is heading. To Lord Banks's private estate that same fair evening, as a lonely, aristocratic bachelor settles down to a good night's sleep in his private quarters. Is that my hot water bottle you're doing there, Solander? 
Yes, sir. Good. It's very hot. Oh, hot. Ouch. Ouch. Oh. Imagine this, Solander. Rubberized hot water bottle. A very good idea, sir. Yes. Be a lot more comfortable than this, wouldn't it? Sir, do you mind if I go home now? No, stay here. Can I, can I at least sit down for a bit, sir? No. Sitting down is the domain of an aristocrat. Stay there, old boy. Carve me a slice of that cheese. A very good idea, sir. This hot water bottle's very uncomfortable, Solander. Yes, sir. Well, it's because it's made of metal, isn't it? And how about this? A lid for the hot water bottle. So the water doesn't spill all over you. Your cheese, sir. Oh, great job. You've done a good job cutting them. Are they all even? Pretty much, sir. It's unusual. Quite powerful, sir. Mm. Well, there's nothing like a pungent cheese to take the mind back to one's past adventures and shenanigans. A dictation, perhaps, sir? No. I'm too tired after today's exploits. There now, Lord Banks. You lie back now. Thank you, Solita. Let that cheese do its work. Have a sleep and let the... Strength returns. That's enough fluffing of the pillow. Oh, sorry, sir. Can you unfluff it, depend? I'm not sure how to do that, sir. Just push it. <clears throat> sorry, sir. That's better. Give me a bat, please. Please, Uncle Batty, please, give me a bat, a bat. Yes, I'll give it to you, bat, bat, bat. Give me a bat, please. And you will continue to bowl until you bowl me out, young Joseph. This backyard has been the training ground of champions, and champions abide by the rules of cricket. Bowl me another one, boy, arms straight. Go! Go fetch it, young Jesse. It's gone under the prickly boobs. Ah, a few gooseberry scratches. I'm just going to find it. I just have to touch. Bone so long, my arms are My mother took me for a very rare cactus. Cylindra cacti, punchy anthropocarpa. Found it. Yes, look at your faces, punchy with copious prickles. Good for your boy. Now, bowl another one. Ooh, what a whopper! Look at it fly! Ooh, it looks a little close to the... Oh, bother. Oh, well, six for a window, eh? What are you doing, boy? Get down from there immediately! I'm climbing up the drain pipe for the next climber. Get down from there, boy! Never go up that drain pipe into that secret window. Do you understand? Never, ever go into the drain pipe 
Into that secret window, there's something very, very important in there. And by even looking at it, you are being very naughty. I'm sorry, Uncle Bertie. I'm dreadfully sorry, Uncle Bertie. Sir. You had a bad dream, sir. Hmm? What was that? A bad dream, sir. The drain pipe. Solander. Yes, sir. You weren't sitting down while I was asleep, were you? Not at all, sir. Good. Fetch me my slippers and a ladder. I used to do this as a lad, Solander. Yes, sir. The ladder isn't tall enough, sir. No. We're going over to that drain pipe. Okay, sir. Do you see it? Well done, Solander. You're quite nimble. Give me the pipe. Uh, careful. The ivy. Let's traverse the ivy. It's very dangerous. Don't be nervous, Solander. Look at that. The window's still broken, Solander. After all these years. Yes, sir. I must reach through. This hole. Undo the latch. Well... I'm going in. Why can't I get it? What is it, sir? It's a secret room, Solander. Come on, just do a big jump like I... This is it, Solander. My Uncle Bertie's botanarium. My word. Look at that big stamen. He must have been slaving up here in the night. I'm feeling sweaty, sir. It all makes sense now. No wonder Bertie was a nudist. There's no way you could spend your working hours in here with your clothes on. I agree, sir. It's much too hot. Yes, I've loosened my trousers. Do you have the lantern? Uh, yes, sir. Light it, man. With a match. I've done it, sir. Oh, so you have. Sorry, I just assumed you did it wrong. Bring it here, through the foliage. Be careful not to touch the flowers. Solander, what, what did you just do? I wouldn't. If you did, you... I wouldn't dream of it, sir. Did you touch the flap? Didn't you? No, 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 no. Bloody pervert, you did. You rubbed against it. I did not, sir. All right, then. Look, over here. A speckled-eyed Fabricosia. Very rare. Oh, Look. The nettled spaghettarium nocturnum. The night spaghetti. It looks like spaghetti. Yes, and nibble the stem. What does it taste like? Extraordinary. It tastes like spaghetti. Yes, spaghetti. But specifically when you eat it at night. Incredible, isn't it? Where did he get all of these from, Solander? Where? That's what I want to know. He loved plants, sir. Some say he loved them a little too much. What did you say? Some say he loves them a little too much. Who said that? Uh, No one, sir. You just said some said it. I I said it. Did you say it or some said it? Someone else. By some, did you mean you or some others? Is this what the townsfolk are saying? abstract other. Another. All right, it better be the abstract other. My Uncle Bertie was a plant collector and a gentleman. He always kept a scientific distance from the 
actual. Oh. Oh, look at this one. Would you like me to wipe your brow, sir? I am a bit sweaty. I'm only touching this for scientific purposes, not for pleasure. Never for pleasure. Oh, my breeches. Look, here. Under the Venus moth trap. A book. Wipe the, wipe the dust off it. It's not just any book, Solomon, to read the cover. A theoretical account of the hypothetical flora and fauna of the, the sub-boiling regions. That's the... Yes, my Uncle Bertie's magnum opus. It looks like my Uncle Bertie was not the fool they say he was. It looks like he kept one in a safe place after all. Looks like some of the pages are stuck together, sir. Yes. Actually, Sander. Why, why don't you go for a walk? I might just have a look at some of these. As you wish, sir. Myself. Well, well, well. The eight tendrilled hoo hoo bush. I've never seen such a detailed diagram. Oh, look at those receptacles. Very interesting, very informative. Look at the alveoles on that one. Look at you, you little beauty. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, with your filaments just exposed like that, aren't they? Exposed your filaments, haven't you? Your nectar is all full of nectar. Your stalks just standing, looking so good. Look at uh, No! 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 I mustn't. Bertie. Poor Uncle Bertie. Persecuted by bitter botanists for his unconventional ideas. Unconventional ideas. Unconventional ideas. Unconventional ideas. Please have some decorum. Please have some decorum. This is not a wild party. This is a book launch, gentlemen. The only place your book needs launching is under the gutter. (laughs) It is my contention that if we were to pass through the boiling ocean, we would find the flora known amongst sailors as Heaven's Clover. Oh, Heaven's Clover! I can scientifically prove that this plant is the pleasure centre of the world. He's not a botanist, he's a blooming comedian. I'm a botanist, sir! I got an A in plant studying. You only got a B, Jameson. This book is a nonsense. I suggest we should just burn the book. I'd appreciate it if you refrain from burning the book. Yes, just burn the book! Burn the book! Burn the book! Perhaps you could just review it harder. I'd prefer if you did not burn the book. Stay away from that book, brother Ben. Jameson, stop it! Put down that bed! Put down that bed, brother Ben! Jameson! Not my point! 
I'm sorry, dear listener. I apologize for not forewarning you of the harrowing scene you have just heard. The very next day, Uncle Bertie paid a special visit to young Joseph Banks. I hate those silly botanists. They're just bumbling, grumpy fools. Well, I'm sorry you saw those botanists mock me, young Joseph. They don't know botany like you do. I agree. They're unenlightened, and they have smeared our family name. Imbecile. All that is about to change. Lincoln I'm about to leave to make a spectacular scientific discovery. That will shake the botanical world. Go, go Uncle Bertie. Keep practicing those plant mates. Fear not, my boy. I'll be back, and we'll resume our botany training. Uncle Bertie, take me with you. I can be your botanical assistant. It's too dangerous, young Jersey. Please, Uncle Bertie, I've been practicing my botany. I fear you, Uncle Always remember, you're my third favorite nephew. I'll see you in less than a year, boy. But Uncle Bertie never did come back. It was widely reported that he suffered certain death in the bubbles of the boiling ocean. Look at all the commoners, Solander, doing their common little things like working. Tiny little houses, aren't they tiny? How many bedrooms would you say would be in that house? 48? Perhaps 49? More like two, sir. Two? Where would you put your things? And now, our good hero is on a mission. At the beginning of a perilous and winding road that will lead him to... Well, that would be telling, wouldn't it? (laughs) Where are we going, sir? The cat and thistle. But that's a botanist establishment, sir. Will they serve me? What's here, coachman? Of course they'll serve you, Solander. You're with me, aren't you? If they don't serve you, there'll be thunder. The cat and thistle is no ordinary skunk hole, dear listener. Here you can get the finest Siamese milk in the land, short hair and long hair. And the custom is rather exclusive, too. Ooh, kitten crackers. Mm. What do I usually order? The usual, sir. Mm. I'll have that again, please. Good day, sir. Two pints of Siamese bitter, straight from the cat. Please and thank you. I'm not serving him. He's with me. With all due respect, Lord Banks, you know the rules. I cannot serve anyone who is not a botanist. Completely understand. Outside, Solidar! What you said, sir! What did I say? You said I could order. And I also said outside, Solidar! Which one was most recent? Don't shuffle either. Good, sir. A pint of Siamese bitter, please. Come right up, sir. And don't stare through the window, Solidar! Here she comes. Lovely girl, I said. It's a lot of milk, isn't it, for such a small cat? Oh, yeah, she's a good producer, right, sir. Oh, a bit more. I'm amazed how you can get your fingers on those tiny teeth. Yes, very nimble fingers I have, sir. It's a gift, sir. That should uh, be enough. Uh, there you go, sir. Thank you. 
So what brings you to these parts, Lord Banks? We haven't been bestowed with equal grace for many a year. Did you know my uncle? Uh, Bertram Banks. Ah, no, sir. But it's a gaggle of octogenarian botanists over there. There's old Lynn and ye old Cyril. Perhaps you could go and talk to them. Thank you, sir. Uh, sir, sir, excuse me, sir. Bill, sir. Sir, you forget, sir. You forget to pay, sir. Bertrand Banks, esteemed botanist. Bertrand Banks was no botanist. He was a madman, wasn't he, Lim? Yes, he certainly was, Cyril. He was as mad as a turnip. His contribution to science was about as large as... as... How? Oh! Oh! Dare you? Oh! Yes, sir, I thrashed you. How dare you say such things about my esteemed uncle? The finest botanist that ever graced the gravy aisles. He was a good talker, but he was no scientist, no. was he? Sir, would you like me to thrash you some more? Uh, uh, yes. Yes? No. Yes. And yes as well? Yes. Well, thrash oh. I shall. And you again? Oh. I don't know why, but I will. Please don't thrash him. Quiet, both of you. No more thrashing for now. There'll be some later. Excuse me. I'm in my way. Quiet, everyone. Quiet, please. Pianist, the national anthem in H major. Gentlemen and a couple of ladies. My Uncle Bertrand Banks was a visionary and a great botanist. A far greater botanist than any of you charlatans. And yes, I'm referring to you, Professor Hume. Don't look away. One day, in the history books of the future, the future history books, people will read that Bertrand Banks was ahead of his time. It'll say, Bertrand Banks was ahead of his time and now we're only just catching up. And the rest of you, it'll go on to say, are merely just fools making a mockery of science, embarrassing botany. I shall make it my personal mission to prove that Heaven's Clover exists. But first, I shall give each and every botanist in here a good thrashing. If you could all please form an orderly queue right here, that would just make things very... flows a lot smoother. Oh, 
I hope that's a lesson to you all. I would love to thrash you all day, but I'm a busy man and unfortunately cannot, so you have to thrash yourself. Sir, whatever you say, sir. Stupid oh. Philistines. Oh. They call them those botanists. They would be no botany if they in the midst of a teeming jungle. And with that, an idle botanist becomes idle no longer. Lord Banks's outrage transforms him into a man on a quest. A quest that is about to lead him to the lowest depths of humanity imaginable. The Mysterious Secrets of Uncle Bertie's Botanarium was created by Lawrence Arabia, Duncan Sarkis and Stephen Templer. Written and directed by Duncan Sarkis. Music by Lawrence Arabia. With original artwork by Stephen Templer. Recorded by Nick McGowan. Audio design by Thomas Press and Nick McGowan. Produced by Fiona Elwood. Starring Jermaine Clement as Lord Joseph Banks and Uncle Bertie. Jonathan Bruff as the narrator. And Lawrence Arabia as Solander. The Mysterious Secrets of Uncle Bertie's Botanarium is a co-production of South Coast Shenanigans and Stitcher. Our executive producer is Chris Bannon. Can't wait for more Bertie? You can binge the rest of Season 1 and start Season 2 right now. To find out more, visit UncleBertie.com.